NFL week number one concludes tonight in the Swamps of Jersey. Hopefully it'll be better than uh, the game last night at the same location. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. And to go around the NFL, we're now joined in the sports zone by Nate Davis of USA Today. Nate, always good to have you on the show. Let's start with tonight. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets hosting uh, Josh Allen and the three-time defending NAFC East champion Bills. Uh, first up, for the season, what are your expectations for the uh, Rodgers-led and directed Jets here? Yeah, Bob, I've, I've got I've got pretty high expectations for them. I've, I've got I've got the uh, I've got them winning winning the division and, and frankly, you know, reaching the Super Bowl. Um, but that, that that could be a lot. We we have seen you know obviously Tom Brady and Matthew Stafford come into ready to win teams and and, and make the uh, the difference, and we've seen Aaron Rodgers kind of you know subjugate some things and, and, and take on a teaching role and, and, and show that he's he's uh, ready to do this for the Jets. So, you know, not much it's for, for show with hard knocks. I think a lot of it, maybe most of it, all of it is genuine. I mean, we're we're going to find out. But, um, I mean, I just go back to the fact that this team was in the wild card race, at, I think it's late December last year, and, and they're basically like a shorthanded hockey team, you know, playing with 10 guys on offense. <laughs> for, uh, for that entire time. Um, and it's, it's remarkable that their defense ranks fourth um, on the season, given how much it had to be on the field and given how little help it had from the offensive side. So I, I think if Aaron Rodgers isn't even pro Aaron Rodgers, which I suspect he will be, but, but I mean, if he's just a good NFL quarterback, um, this, this team ought to win 10 games um, at least, uh, and that's, that's acknowledging how, how tough the schedule's going to be. What's your biggest concern about the Jets? I mean, I think you probably have to look at the offensive line to some degree, both in terms of, of, uh, of protection uh, issues and, and maybe just an area where Aaron Rodgers' frustration could, could bubble up if, if, if um, those things do persist. Uh, that, that being said, I think the Jets also last year were a team that's built to run, and, and they ought to be able to do that um, effectively with Alvin Cook and, and Brees Hall, uh, even Michael Carter and the rookie Abaconda, who's, who's really got some Jets on him, uh, no pun intended. Um, but I mean, I think it's another good good sign for this team is, is that they don't need Aaron Rodgers to throw for for forty eight hundred yards and then fifty touchdowns. Um, they they just need him to. And I don't want to say game manager either, but they, they just need a competent NFL quarterback. Uh, and I think that this team um, and a defense, Bob. I mean, they they roll six deep edge rushers, so I mean they're they're going to be a chore for for uh, other offenses to deal with. And I think that's something to really watch tonight against the Bills. I think with all the Rodgers talk. Sometimes we kind of lose sight of the fact of how good the Jets should be on the defensive side. The Bills, they've got some holes to fill, especially inside linebacker. What do you think about them heading into the season? Yeah, I really like them, too. I mean, I, I do think to some degree that the AFC, to me, it is kind of a coin flip between the Jets um, and the Bills. And, and I think people maybe have kind of lost sight of the fact of, of, of how dominant they were last season. Um to some degree, up to the point when Von Miller got hurt, which, which I think I think his knee injury occurred on Thanksgiving, um, but, but yeah. then obviously the emotional toll on this team after after the DeMar Hamlin uh, incident in Week uh, 17, I believe that was. Um, I mean, up, up to that point, I mean, the Bills were, were fulfilling the Super Bowl expectations that everybody had put on them going into last season. I, I think they can be that again. Um, you know, I, I, I think James Cook and Damian Robinson get a really nice combo to get a running game going that they haven't really had in recent years um, off the ground, and it would be a good way to take take some load off Josh Allen. Um, you know, I, they, they lost Tremaine Edmonds as a linebacker, but, I mean, Matt Milano was one of the game's 
uh, really good inside linebackers. Um, they've got some good young guys um, on the edge up there. Rousseau, uh, you know, I think people, you know, they, they, they you know, Cardinals fans know, know Leonard Floyd from from the Rams. He's now up there, and that, that's a pretty good uh, insurance policy while, while they're waiting for, uh, for Von Miller to get back. Uh, and Dalton Kincaid should be uh, a, a nice weapon in an offense, um, provided that Von Diggs doesn't get too worked up about any targets he might lose. But, I mean, they, they've got a lot of weapons up there. I, I think in some ways their issues might mirror the Jets a little bit where, where maybe it, it's uh, protection issues and, and keeping Josh Allen um, healthy. But provided they can do that, I mean, this is another team that, that, that's right in that, that expensive AFC mix teams that, that I think you know, has a chance to reach Super Bowl. So, since you got the Jets going to the Super Bowl, do they win tonight? I, I, I've got them winning tonight, and, and, and again, to me, to me, it's not so much about Aaron Rodgers. It, it's about you know the Bills being a little depleted with the, with their own pass rush, um, and conversely, can uh, can Buffalo's offensive line hold up you know against against all these Jets edge rushers and, and, and the interior you know menace that they have there in Quinn Williams uh, and Sauce Gardner. I mean, um, the, the Jets beat the Bills. Uh, in New Jersey last year, and that was with Zach Allen on the field, or Zach, Zach Wilson uh, as their quarterback. So um, we know the Jets can stand toe to toe with Buffalo already, uh, and now now they've got their quarterback. Um, we'll, we'll see what impact you know all the uh, the, the pregame stuff with nine eleven has. Uh, I think you know it may have some um, could, mm-hmm. could, could cut both ways, but there, there's a lot of play tonight. So, but I'm going with the Jets. Uh, I, I think I had them winning like twenty seven twenty three. Um, expecting a good game though. Nate Davis of USA Today, currently in the sports zone. All right, so what did we learn on Sunday? That's your weekly uh, and, and your Monday story for USA Today. Um, not to spoil the 32 things here, but uh, you know, what are a couple of things that stood out to you? Well, you know, I think in some ways it felt like a bit of an uneventful you know, week one. It's just kind of, for me, and kind of what I love the column with, is that, is that weekly reminder of, of how kind of important Winning in week one can be, uh, you know, 46 of 57 Super Bowl winners won in week one. Um, you basically got about, about a 52% chance to, to reach the playoffs if you win in week one. It goes down to less than 25% uh, if you don't. So, uh, you know, I mean, in one way, you can kind of write it off just one week. Another week, in other ways, though, I mean, there, there is significance um, to getting off that one and a start. Um, I, I will say off the top of my head, you know, um, two teams I thought were, were – were, Really disappointing where were Seattle um, and, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, conversely, uh, you know, I think probably the 49ers were, were the most impressive, certainly given the, the cross country uh, trip and, and what we, at least what I thought, I think, and, and others were, was the quality of an opponent that they had in Pittsburgh. Um, Dallas last night obviously looked great. Um, conditions obviously were, were pretty poor there in New York. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm one that thought the Giants were going to regress a little bit. So, um, can't take anything away from the Cowboys, but, but I was I was more impressed uh, with with the 49ers win um, yesterday than Dallas. Okay, let's get into Miami and the Chargers here a little bit. Uh, let's start with Miami. How good is Michael Mike McDaniel controlling the chess pieces with this offense? Well, I mean, it looks looks, looks pretty good. I mean, I mean, I think to, to me the the main thing Mike McDaniel has done is, is turn to a into a. a Perhaps an MVP caliber quarterback uh, when they're able to get him on the field. I mean, he was he was the top rated quarterback in the league last year. Um, obviously, the issue, as we all know, is I think he only played in 12 games last year and wasn't there for the end of the season. But I mean, the thing, the, the, the two things with the Dolphins 
Um, you know, aside from that, I, I think it's just it's just the amazing you know team speed they have with, with the waddles and the hills and, and the mosterts and uh, I mean they've just got guys that can, that can break you know a seventy yard touchdown uh, in so many spots. Uh, the other part that, that really I'm curious to see how it plays out is having Dick Fangio as their defensive coordinator, and, and obviously they had some issues yesterday um, with that. Uh, I thought that I thought that losing Jalen Ramsey in the uh, in the preseason or training camp. Uh, was going to be a big problem for them because I think that really has I think it has a cascading effect on on that secondary. I think with Jalen there, it could be really good. Um, I think when each of those guys kind of has to come up a run, I think that that could cause some problems. But um, another team with some really good you know edge, edge rushers there, and, and they, they they'll probably they should only improve with more time in the NGO system. We'll see if uh, if Jalen Ramsey gets back uh, is really a uh, a cherry on top for them, but. You know, this, this should be a formidable team. Uh, I think they were also facing the Chargers team. But I, I didn't think they would run that much, so I, I think they probably expected more passing from them. So good, good, good mixing it up there with, with the Bolts. But um, both those teams, frankly, I think are, are again in the mix for ones that, that are, could very well be uh, AFC playoff team. Brandon Staley. He has a defensive background. Seldom has he had games as the Chargers head coach where that defense has even performed at an actually decent level. What's up with that? Yeah, I, I give Grant, Brand Staley credit for uh, being a man of conviction. Um, I, I do think a lot of his analytics plays are, are really wonky, uh, uh, head-scratching, uh, absurd even. I think sometimes he, even we've seen, you've seen his players admitted on, on Twitter before, thinking back to Keenan Allen saying something when they, when they kind of won in Cleveland despite some decisions he made, uh, and, and it all worked out. And I, I, I kind of wondered that same thing, Bob. I mean, you know, this is a guy who, who is a defensive, you know, genius or whatever you want to call him. And then the Rams were, were the number one defense in the NFL in 2020, which I think was Brandon Staley's only year as a coordinator. Um, but, I mean, you also have to wonder, I mean, that was a Rams defense with Jalen Ramsey and with, with Aaron Donald, um, you know, with, with those caliber of, of players there. Uh, and this Chargers defense has a lot of really good players. I mean, Khalil Mack. Joey Bosa, uh, um, Joe James. I mean, and, and they haven't. I don't think they've ranked better than twentieth um, under Staley. And I just feel like this, this team. I don't fair to put it all on Brandon Stanley, but I mean, the buck does stop at his desk. But it just seems like the whole, or I guess the, the sum of the parts, seems like it's not adding up to, to the whole. Uh, and um, you know, you, you hear things like maybe this was the job that. Sean Payton uh, really wanted. Um, obviously, it never it never came open. Um, but I think I think that if this team underachieves again, um, and they, they did make the playoffs last year, but obviously exited in spectacular fashion, and that was a year after, you know, what I felt like Brandon Staley was, was a guy really responsible for for that miscalculation in, in the Raiders game in Week 18, when, when they probably could have had that tie and, and moved into the playoffs, but didn't. Um, I think I think there's a, a lot on his play and that this team is ready to win now. Uh, Justin Herbert's been paid. Um, and I think if they don't this year, there may be a new head coach there. The 49ers uh, dominating the Steelers. What impressed you the most from the San Francisco side? Yes, all of it. <laughs> what, what didn't impress me? And, uh, you, know, you, got, you got Brandon Ayuk looking like a, a number one receiver there. And, of course, we know we know the Debo's there. You know, Christian McCaffrey is, is – is, is breaking off a 65-yard touchdown run, but but you know making those kind of plays effectively, and I think that they'll manage his snaps and then still get kind of max production from him without having to, to wear him out. 
but but I think you got to look at Brock Purdy. Uh, you know, the elbow is sound. I mean, he's now I think six and zero as a, as a starter for them in the regular season. I mean, his only loss is, is, is the game where he got hurt against the Eagles in the NFC title game. Uh, I think he's the first quarterback in history, Bob. He's got like a ninety-five quarterback rating in, in each of his first six starts, and, and you know, wow. one, one of the few to start six and zero as a career. I mean, he's, he's not just winning games, but he but he's winning them with this extreme efficiency. I, mean, I think he's got two touchdown passes in all those games at least. Uh, yep. I, mean, I mean, he's the guy that Kyle Shanahan obviously chose to, to to run that offense because he runs it to perfection the way Shanahan sees it, and he's not the athlete that Trey Lance is. Um, I, I don't know that he's physically remarkably different from Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe, maybe a little bit more mobile at his stage in the career. Um, but, but I think maybe he's also got more on than you give him for. And, you know, Jimmy w- was one that played efficiently, but I think was also one that maybe checked it down a little bit more than they would have liked. The sky's the limit for this team, and particularly if he continues to produce at this level. And, and obviously, you know, the, the, the real secret sauce sometimes is when you can pay a quarterback on a rookie contract um, and not just a rookie contract, but a seventh round of rookie contract, uh, and, and then load up your payroll and the rest of the roster. This is what you can do. Going around the NFL with Nate Davis from USA Today, the Bengals continue to lose to Cleveland. Uh, Joe Burrow, not surprisingly, looked rusty uh, with his receivers connecting with them or not connecting to them. Should we just assume that that's going to change, or maybe the Browns might be pretty good? Well, I, I think yes to both questions. I mean, I, I thought the, I picked the Browns to win that game. That's before I kind of knew it was going to be another one of those uh, downpours that they were going to play in. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little reticent to, to give Joe Burrow kind of the, the benefit of, of rust, given I, th- I think he's played three preseason snaps or something in his entire career. It, it, it's, it's ridiculously low. Um, but, you know, we, we don't know the extent of, of how much the cap affects them and how, how much that might have limited him overall in training camp. But I, I think that they'll be fine. I mean, they're, they're not going to be a, a three-point a three kind of team week in and week out. Uh, and, and I do think that the Browns, uh, I, I didn't have them going to the playoffs, but I've got them winning 10 games. Um, obviously, the thing people are going to talk about there is Deshaun Watson being closer to the Pro Bowl Deshaun Watson than he was uh, the 2023 version in, in his six starts with Cleveland. But, I mean, I, I think this is another team where, where maybe the driving force really can be what they've got going on defensively uh, with, with Miles Garrett and Darius Smith. Um, some other new parts there with what looks to be a better secondary. Uh, and most importantly, you know, a coordinator in Jim Schwartz who really knows how to bring pressure uh, and affect quarterbacks. Uh, I don't think Deshaun Watson has to be an all-pro for this team to, to be a, a playoff team. I think yesterday you kind of saw what, what, what the formula you might be a little bit there. Okay, we started this with uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Let's end it with uh, the Packers without Aaron Rodgers and with Jordan Love. They dominate the Bears again. Uh, surprised you're just kind of like same old, same old, no matter who the quarterback is when the Packers play the Bears. Yeah, yeah. My line on that was, was about the Commanders being under new ownership yesterday uh, and then also the Bears being under new ownership since apparently you know, Aaron Rodgers' shares have transferred to Jordan Love. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wasn't surprised the Packers won. I think I, I did pick them to win a close game. I, I didn't see them winning by 18, and I thought that the Bears had made enough improvements that they would be uh, a more competitive team um, against a club that, that, to some degree, is rebuilding a little bit. Um, but, but good for Jordan Love. I mean, it looks like you know maybe he'll have the same kind of Aaron Rodgers. We're, we're, we're learning the same offense for, for the first three years of your career, even if you're not playing much. 
it leads to a guy who's, who's eminently ready to play. Um, you know, he had three career touchdown passes going into yesterday, and he had added three more uh, against the team coached by a, by a defensive coach from Eberflus. And I think he was ready for this moment. You know, they did have Christian Watson as well, but I, I think the other thing with the Packers that didn't happen last year is that they were a team that, that needed to run more and that played their defense, given I think they got seven first-rounders on defense and, and didn't really do that. That team showed up yesterday. Balanced, uh, defensively dominant. Um that, that that got them eight wins last year. Uh, part of that, I do think, was Aaron Rodgers' uh, thumb injury, which which he played through. But given given how generally thin the NFC looks overall, uh, I think the Packers very well could be a team that that is there at the end, and and maybe one better better prepared than I might have thought to to uh, really challenge the Lions to win the NFC North. Nate, always good talking to you. Thanks much. Have fun, and uh, we'll see what happens tonight. All right. Appreciate it, Bob. Thanks. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, Nate Davis from USA Today. Check out his, uh, you know, what we've learned. It's every Monday, 32 things that we've learned.